0: Welcome to the Resilience Podcast. I'm Kobe Greer. Today we'll be discussing matters of the heart and more specifically the impact of our heart rate has on our health and well-being. From beat to beat our heart rate is constantly changing to meet the needs and demands of our daily living. The heart rate is controlled by two branches of our autonomic nervous system, the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system releases hormones such as adrenaline to accelerate the heart rate, while the parasympathetic nervous system releases the hormone acetylcholine to slow the heart rate. The heart rate during exercise, as well as rest, can tell us so much about our health and well-being. So to give us the lowdown on our heart rate, I'd like to introduce our guest today, Catherine Spinney. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Kobe. Catherine is the General Manager of Centre Care. However, her career in health spans over 30 years as a registered nurse, where she first became interested in health and wellbeing, as opposed to just treating illness. This led to Catherine completing a Bachelor in Psychology, where she became more interested and passionate about the connection between physical health and psychological health and how our thinking can change the way we behave in relation to our health and well-being. Great to have you here today, Catherine. It's great to be here. Great. So Catherine, let's start off with a definition about heart rate. So what is a heart rate? So
1: I think the first thing we need to understand is what actually is the purpose of the heart. So the heart is a muscle. It is designed to pump oxygenated blood throughout the body. And so each pump is what we count as a heart beat. Mm -hmm. So when you look at the number of blood vessels within a human body, there are thousands and thousands of kilometers of blood vessels, and the heart must pump oxygenated blood to all of these blood vessels. Mm -hmm. And so it it creates a mechanism by which it
0: does that, which we read as a pulse or Mm. a beat. So knowing what a heart rate is, how do we monitor that? So how do we monitor our pulse? So
1: one of the ways that they do that is to put some sort of a time frame around it. So we tend to count the heartbeats, or the pumping actions, per minute. And for those of you that have had your heart rate taken, or perhaps you measure it through a heart rate device, such mm. as a you know Fitbit or mm. a Garmin device, you will get a count per minute and basically that is the heart pumping, it's the beats
0: pumping that oxygen throughout the body. Okay, so where are the best places in the body to read our pulse or to measure or monitor our pulse rates? Well, I guess not everybody has a um, Fitbit or a, a, a device
1: that can do that. So you can you can take your um, heart rate the old fashioned way. <laughs> and that is simply by placing your index finger and your ring finger over some key points in the body where your heart beat is quite strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those is across the inside of your wrist. Mm-hmm. Another one is at your elbow in that joint on the inside. On the side of your neck, just under your chin, is another one. Mm -hmm. And on the top of your feet, believe it or not, you also have another pulse there that you can feel. Okay, fantastic.
0: So when we talk about heart rate, is there such a thing as a normal heart rate or...? Is there something? Look, different? it's more
1: when we talk about people always want to know what's a normal heart rate, they want to know what an average heart rate mm. is, they tend to obviously want to know where they sit and fit within that. So, what we tend to talk about is an average range because people are so different and um, heart rate, you know, can change depending on a number of factors. In particular, I guess when we're talking about a. average. Um, a range of heart rate, we need to look at a particular type of heart rate. So if I've just run a marathon, my heart rate is going to be quite elevated. Mm-hmm. So if I only looked at a range of um, a heart rate, I might sit outside of that and I might become quite concerned with the fact that it's elevated. So when we talk about a heart rate range, we tend to talk about our resting heart rate.
0: So it gives mm. us a better understanding of what that looks like. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. So can you tell us a little bit more why the resting heart rate is is important?
1: Yeah. So it has less variability in it. Mm. So, And it doesn't tend to change uh, significantly over time. So if I was to take my resting heart rate Say first thing in the morning mm. after a really well rested night's sleep, it will most days remain fairly consistent, and we do have a good understanding of what a healthy resting heart rate is. Mm. So, for example, in um, women, uh, and, and you know, we see them having a slightly higher resting heart rate than men. People that are older tend to have a slightly higher resting heart rate Mm -hmm. than people that are younger. But we do know that a resting heart rate tends to sit within the 60 to 100 beats per minute range, with the 60 being perhaps the fairly fit younger person, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and maybe more towards the 100 being an older, perhaps less fit person. And what we find with the resting heart rate is that regardless of what I do during the day, how stressed I am during the day, how much exercise I do during the day, my resting heart rate most mornings will be fairly consistent. So it gives me a really good understanding of my health. changes less according to what else is going on in
0: my life. Okay. Okay. So it sounds like a a really important aspect when it comes to um, giving us a better indication of um, our level of wellness and well-being. So if we're say slightly out of those averages, um, is there anything that we can do to help maintain a, um, a better resting um, heart rate?
1: Look, there definitely is. And I think um, some of the things to, I guess, consider before we look at what we can do to maintain or look after our heart mm. is perhaps to understand some of the factors that that influences those changes and doesn't just influence the changes uh, on as a once-off, but maybe would sort of cause us to have changes that are more long-term that we don't want. Mm. So, for example, um, if we don't exercise that much, uh, if we're heavy smokers, Mm. if we use a lot of stimulants, then not only can this actually impact short-term on our heart rate, but it can have long-term consequences of our our heart rate as well. Mm. But what we need to understand about the heart is that it is designed to fluctuate. So there are certain mechanisms within the heart that are designed to protect us. Mm. So sometimes we get an elevated heart rate because we're in a situation where we're quite stressed or we're anxious. And this is actually quite normal. Mm. It's the heart's preparing the body for that sort of what we call a fight or flight response so it releases the body releases adrenaline our heart rate goes up we start breathing a lot more heavily and we're preparing ourselves for a stress that we're going to face mm. and that's quite normal yeah. what we would expect to see though is after the crisis after the event that our heart rate then drops again perhaps to it's closer to its resting uh, beat, which yeah. is what we want to see. Mm. What we find, and where we're concerned about long term changes, is if it doesn't come back to its original resting stage, or it remains quite elevated over a period of time, and we're starting to see some changes mm. that I- in that particular resting heart, you know, rate. So that's what we're more focused on. Okay. Um, another example is if we, if obviously, if we go and uh, do quite a bit of exercise for those of us that are very fit, or we, we jog, we mm. swim, we expect to get an elevated heart rate. You know, mm. when we're exercising, our body needs more oxygen, so the heart is pumping faster to supply the body with oxygen, and again, that's quite normal. Most of us, though, when we finish exercise and fairly quickly after we've finished exercising, our heart rate settles back down once again to that resting state. Mm. Our concerns would be raised if it doesn't drop to that level but remains fairly high. And they're the types of things that we... It's important to start to understand what is normal. Mm. And if we understand what is normal, we can start to maybe look at when things aren't perhaps that way and we maybe are concerned. And we might want to seek some, you know, advice from our GP, for example.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what I'm hearing is that that level of self-awareness and body awareness is really important here, isn't it? So um, we, talk, we spoke about, like, the importance of the, the resting heart rate. So just to, for listeners to perhaps have a better understanding of what things can elevate their heart rate... Mm. What, what are there certain things that can automatically do that and as you say it's about how quickly it comes back to that resting yeah. mode but what, what what are the sort of um, aspects or things that can cause the heart rate to increase so there's there's things that we can control
1: and there are things that we can't control mm. so as i mentioned at the beginning look, there's certain things which are going to cause an elevated heart rate which we have no control over. Um, Again, if we're older, we do tend to have an elevated uh, heart rate. We may have some chronic illness or disease Mm. that causes our heart rate to elevate. When we're unwell, so when we've had um, a major surgery or perhaps we have a fever, our heart rate elevates Automatically, again, it's the body's way of getting that oxygen to where it's needed. We have no control over that. That Mm. is actually the body's response. We mentioned stress already. If we're feeling stressed or anxious, Mm. again, that's a natural body's response to that. Mm. And so we, we have no ability to control that. However, what we do sometimes have the ability to control is how quickly we're able to bring that heart rate back down and I'll talk about that perhaps in a little while. But some of the other variables or lifestyle um, things that we do that actually do impact on or or cause our heart rate to elevate is uh, a lack of exercise. Mm. So if we uh, aren't getting enough exercise because remember the heart's a muscle, Mm. it needs to be trained, it needs Mm. to be exercised. You know, very fit people have a very slow heart rate. Mm -hmm. And that is because the muscle is really fit. It doesn't need to pump as hard. Mm -hmm. If we're not very fit, it needs to pump harder to get that blood around our body. Mm -hmm. Equally, if we're carrying a bit of weight or we are, um, we do have, you know, we're quite overweight. Again, the heart is not as fit, it can't pump as hard to get that blood around our body and it has a bigger area in which to provide mm. oxygen mm. so that can cause our heart rate to elevate if we uh, we all have our coffees and caffeine <laughs> is a stimulant <laughs> so if we have too many coffees That's a lot of us length. feel our heart, heart rate starts to actually elevate <laughs> And um, we can almost sometimes get that little bit of anxiety and uh, people actually can also experience almost a level of sort of um, bordering on a little bit of a panic attack when they have too many stimulants because it definitely elevates our heart rate. Over-the-counter medications can elevate our heart rate. So Mm. things like um, cold and flu tablets, some of them contain um, certain chemicals that do Cause an elevation of of our heart. Mm. Um, equally, there's medications that can reverse that and actually can cause our heart to slow down. So, definitely over the counter medications. Um, some unfortunately, uh, some illicit drugs yes. certainly cause um, elevated heart rate. And you know we hear at times in the news about um, amphetamines and a number of those drugs their stimulants and they they have had severe negative effects yeah. because of the what, what they actually do to the body and an elevated heart rate is, is certainly one of those. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, that's um that's really helpful because I was unaware of some of those um some of those variables. So that's really interesting. So how can we or what can we do, um, particularly if we're in that um space where our heart rate is high, um, whether it be through anxiety or whatever, but what can we do to help switch on our calm to, is there anything that we can do to help bring our elevated heart rate down to a more resting or a more, say, um, um, yeah, a slower slower pace, let's say. What can we do? Look, definitely, I think, again,
1: We talked about there's some variables we can control, yes, and there's others we can't. So it is about understanding that, and then focusing on those things that we can, we actually can do something about. So some things, you know, simply about um, training our heart to be a little bit fitter is one thing we can do straight away. So that when we are in those situations where our heart becomes elevated it has actually got its own ability to reduce fairly quickly. So if we're physically a bit fitter mm. and we've re- perhaps reduced some of our stimulant use, such as coffee, or um, maybe we're not smoking as much, or we've given up smoking, which it would be a great thing to do, mm. um, there are other ways that we can actually just start to train our heart, that it will on its own reduce back after a particular event. Mm. But we can also undertake certain things at the time, and um, part of getting to know and understand your heart rate is learning the triggers. So for some people, um, in particular, where they're faced with a stressful situation, and we can use maybe an example being, you're preparing to go into a difficult meeting at work, you're feeling quite stressed, Mm. you will feel your heart rate start to elevate, that's all the adrenaline pumping throughout your body. And, you know, sometimes, again, this can give people um, a little bit of a kick start and they feel quite sort of motivated and uh, that will help them get through the meeting. But sometimes it can also create, they can be feeling so anxious mm. about it and so stressed that it will impact on their performance. Mm. And what we find is simply doing some deep breathing, uh, for those of, of, of us that aren't really into meditation um, is, is is enough sometimes to bring that heart rate down a little bit yeah. but obviously some meditation is another fantastic way to actually bring that heart rate down just to a level where you've still got that little bit of adrenaline pumping around
0: mm. but it's
1: not, it's not creating such a problem that you can't perform in the meeting.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, We've actually, through Access Wellbeing Services, we've recently uh, released uh, the Resilience app, which has uh, some great meditations on that particular app. And it has the ability for you to actually monitor and track your heart rate Mm -hmm. as well. So a great thing about the app is you you can become more aware of when your heart rate is up,
0: Mm. what's
1: What's the trigger for that? What's causing it? Mm. Uh, you can then implement a meditation, for example, and you can take your heart rate after and just start to, to see, is it, is it actually helping? Is it bringing it back down to that sort of resting,
0: resting stage? Mm. So some really great strategies on that app in um, monitoring, not only monitoring, but um, um, tracking and um, also coming into that more, say, relaxed state of being. Absolutely. Yeah, because
1: yeah. I guess what we know about look, heart rate on its own it doesn't. it's it's only a part of a puzzle. It it's is. a part of our health and well-being puzzle uh, on its own depending on a circumstance it, it doesn't necessarily tell us anything because it is designed to be elevated and to drop back down. What I would like the listeners to take away is that is an understanding of how it's connected both physically to what we do and mentally to what mm. we do. So even yeah. sometimes if we're thinking about a particular issue that's making us feel a little bit anxious, our mm. heart rate will increase. And it's what we can do about that because when we're experiencing particular stress long term, yeah. it has you know negative consequences to our health and well-being. And I think the other point would be great for our listeners to sort of take away is that it's also about them understanding patterns. So again, an elevated heart rate on its own or associated with a particular event is nothing to be concerned about. Mm. But if our listeners were seeing trends or they were seeing... Patterns where their perhaps their heart rate was consistently elevated, Mm -hmm. and even after you know doing some meditation or even having a great night's sleep, and they were getting up in the morning, and they were finding it was still a little bit high, or they were still feeling it, kind of you know making them feel a little bit anxious, Mm -hmm. then that's worth going and getting some advice. um, You know, going to their GP, Mm -hmm. having an annual health checks always advantageous regardless of what age you are Mm. and what fitness level you're at Uh, i think these things are important to do and uh, you know that's what we hope to to do through the
0: app Mm. but also
1: through talking to you today
0: yeah no fantastic yeah that body-mind connection it's amazing as you say the impact of the physical on the mental but also the reverse the, the 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 mental like whether it be depression or anxiety but how that can impact our physical body as well. Absolutely, so it's such yeah. a intricate, yeah, interconnected yeah. And system. It, and it's
1: about um, starting to understand things that are outside. What is the norm? So, mm. we expect if you're going into, you know, a job interview, you're going to be anxious. You're going to feel feel quite stressed. Mm. Um, that's quite normal. Yes, um, for want of a better word. But if you're lying by a pool and you're reading a book and you're on leave and you're feeling quite anxious and stressed, that's where we would say, well, that's a little bit unusual for the activity that you're doing. Mm. And you definitely might want to perhaps try some of the meditations on the app, (laughs) try some of the other activities or visit your health
0: professional. Well, thank you, Catherine. It's been wonderful having you here today speaking all about heart rate. Thanks, Kobe. It's been great to be here. Thank you.